welcome to the podcast. You are listening to Space to Learn with me, Lucy Woodward. I'm a second going into third year university student in the UK and thanks for tuning into the podcast. If you're new, hi, it's lovely to have you here and yeah, feel free to click the little follow button or subscribe button wherever you listen to your podcasts. That would really help me out and it just helps more people listen to the podcast. Things I usually talk about include mindfulness, confidence, getting out of your comfort zone. I guess it would come under the self-help category but more tangible advice I think, kind of tailored for uni students seeing as that is my perspective. But in this series I'm going to be focusing on sustainability because I'm so passionate about this topic. I read so much and listen to so many podcasts on climate change and solutions and how we can reverse global warming which is an issue that is affecting all of us currently and will affect us so much more than it does today in the future if we don't actually start doing something about it and trying to find solutions to this problem that is going to affect every single one of us is affecting every single one of us right now some people significantly more than others and yeah I'm just really getting to the point where I can't excuse myself for not speaking about this, for not making changes in my own life, for not at least trying because I think it's that thought that you'll look back in 10 years and wish with all your heart that you did more even if even if your best is not going to make a huge deal of difference I think we all have the power to to make a difference in our circles of friends in the people we interact with in yeah just our spaces and the people we surround ourselves with we have a huge amount of influence over over them I guess what I mean by that is even if you don't have a massive audience you don't have access to like a, a platform or anything like that, you can still make changes in your own life and you can still do things which are genuinely going to make a difference. So for me, this is an issue I care so much about and yeah, I just don't think I can sit around and not do anything about it anymore. So thank you so much for tuning in because this is probably the most important um, series of episodes that I've made on the podcast. So yeah, thank you so much for tuning in. I have decided to call this series Imperfect Sustainability because for me the most important part is that everyone is doing their bit imperfectly. We don't need everyone doing sustainability completely perfectly, making no mistakes, being that perfect, plastic free, 100% vegan, activist, like that kind of eco-warrior sustainability queen, which obviously is incredible if that is you and if you can do that then like I applaud you that's incredible but for the, for the majority of people that's that's not attainable so I think we just need to lower the bar and that's why I've called it imperfect sustainability because we need everyone doing this imperfectly we don't need one or two people doing it perfectly that's not going to make a difference to the planet in the grand scheme of things so yeah I think it's important that we tackle this with non-judgmental attitudes solutions driven mindsets and that we lift each other up rather than tearing each other down all the time because that is so unproductive and gets us nowhere so the aim for this series is just to inspire you to actually care about this issue to care about the planet and for you to feel like you can make an impact in your own life if i can do that then that will be like mission accomplished pat on the back um so yeah that's that's my aim 
I'm going to be releasing an episode every day for the next week. So yeah, stay tuned and make sure you click that follow button so that you can get notified whenever I upload an episode. Obviously no pressure to listen to them all in a week, but I just think this works better and keeps me motivated and yeah, I just enjoy the little the little mini series like this. So that is the plan. I'm going to do an episode on fast fashion, on uh, diet and food, on the role of communication um, with a guest on the podcast and also about how empowering women and girls will save the planet. Um, but today I'm going to be focusing on why we need to reduce that pressure to be perfect, why we need to eliminate guilt and try and yeah just do this in a bit more productive of a way making people feel guilty and making yourself feel guilty for things that you've done that aren't so sustainable isn't getting us anywhere we just need to move forward with a positive attitude so yeah i'm going to be chatting about that today thank you for being here let's do this so i want to start by talking about the mindset shift that i think is really necessary to create the change in society that we need in order to reverse climate change I think so often people are reluctant to engage with the topic because they're scared of those people who are going to criticise them for doing one thing wrong once they've said that they're going to be sustainable, that kind of thing. From my perspective, I think people are scared to offer their opinions on this topic, to educate themselves and actually learn about it because that means that they're going to have to do something about it and a lot of the time if you are like ignorant about something it's a lot easier to ignore the problem whereas we need people to engage with it and then make changes so i think one of the barriers to people educating themselves is that fear of imperfection i guess of not doing it completely perfectly making mistakes and having to be responsible for that and having people call them up on it which i agree is necessary i think calling people up especially people who are in the public limelight who are doing things wrong calling up big companies especially fossil fuel the fossil fuel industry is so important we need to to call them up on the things that they're doing wrong but on the individual level we need to let go of that perfectionism because it is stopping us from engaging in this issue and ultimately saving our planet i think once you start reading up on climate change on sustainability it just becomes so apparent that there are so many solutions out there already there are so many things that we can be doing and to be fair are doing at the moment but the extent to which we need to to do those and implement the solutions is so much greater than what we're already doing so we need everyone to engage in this and make positive changes in their lives like I said earlier, we don't need one person doing it perfectly. We need everyone doing it imperfectly. And I do get it because perfectionism is kind of crippling sometimes. You really want to do stuff right. And yeah, maybe it's academics or like a certain grain on a paper or um, something creative. You're like staring in front of this blank page and it's really daunting to start in case you make a mistake, in case you do something wrong. But making mistakes is part of life, like that's inevitable if you're going through life and putting yourself out there and trying new things, you're going to make mistakes and I think as soon as you kind of realise that it makes everything so much less daunting and you kind of 
I don't know, forgive yourself, I guess, for making mistakes and not being like a perfect human because spoiler alert, no one is perfect. And I'm 100% including myself in this. Hence the hence the title of the, the series, Imperfect Sustainability. I am not holding myself to perfect standards. I think if I did that and I wanted this series to be completely perfect and to include all of the possible solutions and every single thing that I could possibly talk about on climate change, then it wouldn't happen because that's just too much to talk about. So yeah, it's not it's not meant to be a all encompassing guide to how to be completely sustainable. It's just to yeah, engage people with the issue, I guess. And I think refocusing your aims like that, maybe instead of aiming to be completely zero waste or to like never fly again, I think it's worth just reevaluating what your priorities are, maybe cutting back on certain things and setting some boundaries or thinking about what you can what you can um justify I guess but not not trying to beat yourself up for for not achieving that because then it has the opposite effect if you do one little thing wrong then people tend to revert back to whatever they were doing before and completely give up I know I'm definitely have been guilty of that in the past I think it's really easy to to just think oh well what's the point now that I've now that I've like eaten that burger or whatever that's that's like oh I can't be a vegan anymore that kind of thing um but yeah you're gonna make mistakes people are human and we don't do everything perfectly people like screw things up all the time and yeah I think we just need to forgive ourselves a bit more and forgive each other which leads me on to my next point about guilt guilt is the least helpful emotion it completely destroys your energy it means you're just all consumed by this feeling of guilt that doesn't really do anything unless you kind of think about why you're feeling guilty and see it as an opportunity to learn from your mistake. Like having a conscience is good. I'm not saying it's a bad thing to ever feel guilty about stuff, but it's really not beneficial to anyone, like including yourself, to consume yourself with guilt for making a mistake or doing something wrong or like maybe speaking up about something and make making a mistake and using the wrong word that kind of thing like instead of just feeling guilty and beating yourself up about it for ages and ages think about why you feel guilty and how you can learn from that to not make the same mistake again to maybe make amends with someone to like that might strengthen your relationship or help you see things in a new light to move on in a more positive way so I think guilt is useful because it does tell you something about something you did wrong, but like surrounding yourself with that and and letting it get the better of you isn't gonna isn't gonna help anything. Like if you say you've decided to go veggie and then you like eat a chicken nugget or something and then you feel really guilty about it and that means that you're thinking, Oh well what's the point now? Like I might as well go back to to eating meat or something like that well you could look at it that way but also you could choose to see it as just one chicken nugget in the whole like month or however long you've been veggie for and to see the almost like the percentage of times when you did something good rather than the smaller percentage of times when you did something wrong so yeah it's it's an opportunity I think to to strengthen your relationship with yourself with other people and 
to just move forward in a in a better way and having learned from from your mistake i also think it's worth mentioning that everyone is on a different time frame everyone is working things out at a different point in their life and i think it's just worth bearing in mind that someone may have just found out about sustainability and climate change and is feeling really empowered to make changes and I think and maybe you know a lot more about it than they do but bringing them down and making them feel like there's an infinite amount of things that they don't know isn't really going to help we need to be kind to people who are just figuring it out and trying to to start out on the sustainability route I think making them feel like they're not doing enough is counterintuitive because we want them to feel like they're doing their bit. Obviously, it's it's good to to make people aware of other aspects which are influencing climate change, but I think yeah, everyone's at a different point and it's worth bearing in mind that like just being kind to people and being aware that people are at different stages with this equally maybe you're not even at that point yet maybe you're not like you've not really researched this at all or don't know much about it don't know how you can make it make a difference then don't worry about it that doesn't matter there's so much time to learn there's so many resources out there and so many ways in which you can make a difference and maybe you're not ready to commit to doing everything perfectly like that's all right you know (laughs) like everyone's at a different point with this and just doing what you can is okay like obviously ideally people would do the most that they can but I think little things is a step in the right direction and making people feel bad for not doing enough is just not going to get anyone anywhere whatever stage of your um I don't know journey I guess I hate that word but yeah journey into sustainability you're at then like I hope you feel welcomed and I hope you feel like you can talk about this with your friends with people around you and don't feel like you're going to be judged or I don't know anything else that made to feel guilty that kind of thing so if people are just starting out don't make them feel guilty maybe you're more experienced like remember that you were once in that position and everyone starts learning about this at a different point and in a different way so just being mindful of that I think can be really helpful. I do think sometimes the guilt for doing something can be quite empowering. Maybe you watch a documentary and suddenly feel really guilty maybe about things that you've done in the past and maybe that helps you to resolve to do things differently in the future but yeah like I said letting it control you isn't gonna help you move forward. I want to say as well sustainability is really hard there's so many different aspects of our lives that it encompasses because clearly climate change is an issue that is so systemic and has weaved itself into all these different areas of our lives it's in transport it's in the food that we eat it's in how we socialize how we travel how we spend our free time it's literally so encompassing in everything and I think that's kind of what makes it more daunting because it really is a lifestyle shift so remembering that it is a really hard thing to be completely perfectly sustainable is helpful I guess hence again the name imperfect sustainability because like we're we're gonna do it imperfectly 
no one can do it perfectly and also I want to acknowledge that there's a lot of privilege that comes into it I think it's so much easier for some people to to make these lifestyle changes because they can afford to or the situation allows for it so much easier like they don't have to care for other family members or have way less responsibility than other people they have jobs that mean they can afford that or maybe they don't and I think holding everyone to the same standards of perfection is just just not gonna help because this just not possible for everyone like some people for example using the fast fashion example some people could afford to only ever buy completely sustainable like 100 percent uh responsibly sourced clothes and other people can't afford that even if they wanted to so there's definitely a nuance of how other people how some people can can afford to make these changes a lot easier than other people so that's where the compassion element comes in i think we need to be compassionate and allow people to make mistakes and to not get it completely right um otherwise yeah people aren't going to make these changes in the first place but i do think that making sustainable changes is really empowering and it doesn't have to be seen as a negative thing and something that is ruling out all of these elements of choice and like all the cool things in your life and the things that you enjoy it shouldn't be something that you like have to do and something that's a chore like a lot of these things will genuinely improve your life will make you feel more hopeful about the future will make you like more mindful about the industries that you're supporting and that kind of thing and more ethical which is a really big positive like that's such a great thing and once you start making small changes i think seeing the effect of that over time can be really empowering and can inspire you to make further changes and to read up on more of the different aspects of the issue so yeah it doesn't have to be seen as a negative thing like sustainability is really cool and i love that there's so many cool sustainable people out there now for example if you don't follow venetia lamana i think she's incredible i've just been obsessed with her content in the last couple of months she has a podcast called all the small things which i really really recommend and yeah i think she's great i think her husband max lamana is also equally cool he is a zero waste vegan chef and yeah makes some delicious recipes from what i can tell he yeah is very very passionate about it and clearly is working i think jack harry's is also a really cool person to to follow i'm sure there's countless more but my point is that i think it's become kind of cool now to to do sustainable things in your life which i love i think it's not like something it's not a trend either which could be like problematic because it would mean people are just doing it for the like the credit which does happen i think to to a in a lot of cases but from my perspective at least i think caring about the planet is not something that makes you kind of weird and an outcast anymore i think it's becoming more and more accepted because we kind of need to like we need people caring about this and those people who potentially in the past would have mocked people for caring about this issue are now slowly starting to realize that maybe we do actually need people to do this that's just from my perspective maybe you have a completely different one but i just think it shouldn't be seen as something that is going to take away from your life it should be 
and making sustainable changes and adopting a slightly new lifestyle is probably going to make your life better rather than worse and at the very least it will make it more intentional and you can ask yourself the question of why you do certain things in your life and whether you're happy with those decisions that you're making. Another mindset shift that's slightly different that I think could be really powerful is the idea of ownership of the planet and I was reading, I'm still reading it, it's a really good book actually all about the ego and consciousness and it's quite a spiritual book, it's called A New Earth by Eckhart Tolle and yeah it's it's kind of blowing my mind, it's really really good. In one of the chapters he was talking about the illusion of ownership and yeah it just kind of really made sense to me and helped me see kind of some of the issues that I think we have in a slightly different way. So the concept was that we all like to feel like we own things. It's quite comforting for our ego because it makes us feel a bit more secure. It makes us seem like our sense of self is kind of protected in these objects that we like call mine. He says that our sense of self is kind of endowed with a greater solidity and permanency when we identify with a certain object because we kind of unconsciously believe that it's ours when really it's just an object like it has nothing to do with us and we've kind of just attached meaning to these objects and called them ours and we think that they can't be destroyed so therefore like our sense of self can't be destroyed that kind of that kind of thing I hope this makes sense but yeah I'm just going to read out the last little bit because this is relevant to the planet um he says the absurdity of owning something becomes even more apparent in the case of land in the days of white settlement the natives of north america found ownership of land an incomprehensible concept and so they lost it when the europeans made them sign pieces of paper that were equally incomprehensible to them they felt like they belonged to the land but the land did not belong to them and that just kind of completely shifted my perspective because it is kind of crazy how we just write down these little like we sign our name on pieces of paper and that somehow means that we own this little square of land or a house or just a little piece of the earth like that doesn't really belong to us we are here for such a short amount of time compared to the whole history of the earth and it's kind of mad that we think that we own little pieces of of the world i just yeah it kind of really shifted my perspective it was that last sentence when he says the uh, like natives of North America felt like they belonged to the land but the land did not belong to them and I think if we could try and shift our collective perspective to one that we're just borrowing this planet we're just living here like the planet will be fine if we're not around but we won't be fine without the planet so clearly we belong to the planet rather than the planet being our planet if you know what I mean it's just yeah it's a different way of looking at it I think and I hadn't really considered that before which shows my kind of own sense of self-importance I guess but yeah I definitely prefer the idea that we're just kind of borrowing time here and it's it's our home we need to protect it but it's not ours it doesn't belong to us there are so many other species as well who live on this planet and somehow we think we can just kind of adopt little bits of land and and look after them and they become ours like it doesn't work like that <laughs> um so i think 
that shift in mindset is quite helpful because it helps you to to think of the earth as something we need to protect rather than something that is kind of um, like we deserve it almost like it's a right of ours to to have space here when really we're just encroaching on everyone else's space like all the different species space there's horrific mass extinctions going on at the moment and we're causing so much damage wildfires and the rising temperatures literally destroying so many animal animals habitats destroying the ice caps destroying biodiversity destroying the oceans and yeah i don't want to make this too heavy because i think there's so many other resources that are way more equipped to to inform you on this topic if you're not aware like i would really recommend a book by drawdown who is an amazing organization i think they're incredible um the book is called the most comprehensive plan ever proposed to reverse global warming i've mentioned it before in the podcast i am nowhere near finished with this book i've (laughs) been reading it i think i got it for christmas and yeah still making my way through it it's very dense it's so it's got so much information in there it's really really fascinating incredibly well researched and yeah it's just it's really really good if you're interested in the science behind climate change and the solutions more importantly that we can that we can adopt then i would 100 percent recommend this book but yeah i don't want to get too bogged down with the negativity and all the horrific things that we've done to the planet but i do want to try and convey a sense of urgency that we need to act now we need to do something about this and we need to be lobbying governments to change we need to be making changes to our lifestyle we need to do more because we cannot carry on like this it's just not going to work we are sacrificing our children's futures and to be fair if you are around my age our own futures we're not going to have the same uh, good fortune as our grandparents had to be able to just kind of ignore this problem I'm not saying that it's any individual's fault because I really don't believe that any individual has caused this. It's more that it's our systems and the way that we the way that we interact with them. But I just think that we can't afford to to not to not like make any changes. It's too late for that and we need to fight for our futures. So I definitely think it's way more helpful to focus on the positives, the things that we can do and have a solutions driven attitude and like i said to eliminate guilt and try and reduce the pressure to be perfect in our society and to be that perfect sustainable queen but at the same time we need to do stuff we need to we need to actually make an effort and try and engage with this topic so i hope that this episode has been helpful for shifting a mindset maybe because from my perspective that's kind of the most helpful thing that i can do because from there everything else kind of snowballs so yeah that's why i wanted to start with that and tomorrow i'm going to be talking about food because it's a big topic and i'm definitely not going to do justice to it but it does have a huge impact impact on the planet so please stay tuned for that and i hope you enjoy that episode tomorrow but for now thanks so much for listening i honestly appreciate you tuning into this so much and i think if you enjoyed it or gained anything from it sharing it with a friend would be the most useful thing that you could do 
after listening to this episode as well as going away and trying and reading up on some of the some of the issues if you're not familiar i'm going to be leaving loads of resources in the descriptions of this episode so do check them out if you have time to do that if you're a uni student and you've got some spare time over the summer then definitely a worthwhile thing to do but yeah i hope you've taken something away from this episode if you have let me know send me a dm on instagram i'd love to hear about your relationship with sustainability and if you have anything you want to discuss then I'd, I'd really like to talk about it i'm just clearly so passionate about this topic and i think yeah more conversations is only going to be a good thing so have a lovely rest of your day and i will be back again with another episode tomorrow bye mm-hmm.